Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Brian Anderson. Oh, look at that. He picked him off, even with the bigger bases. Way to go. That should be an event at the Pro Bowl, the pickoff move. We're going to throw other sports in like dodgeball and golf and all that other stuff. Let's see what Brian Anderson thinks of that. Maybe could the pickoff move be the next event they do at the Pro Bowl? He's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Of course, he's a super friend of the show. Hello, B.A. How are you? Uh, I am well. How are you? Good. Did you watch yeah, any of the listen, Pro Bowl? Speaking of pickoff moves, I, I yes. remember a couple of things. I, I remember... Uh, my rookie year, you know, with the Angels, uh, Mark Langston was on the staff, and he had Dang. an unbelievable pickoff move for a lefty. I mean, he was he was he was excellent. And I can remember Chuck Hernandez, our pitching coach at the time, told me that if you're a left-handed pitcher, especially a starter, and you don't have a good pickoff move, it's just flat out because you're lazy. You 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 need to work on that. You need to perfect that. It's such a weapon. And that really, I really took that to heart because I didn't, at that point, really didn't have, you know, much of a pickoff move, didn't really work on it a whole lot, you know, when I was in college. And so I uh, really didn't have one. But I had Mark Langston as a, as a great example. I worked my tail off on it and ended up, you know, having a, a really good pickoff move, which I actually needed because I had a lot of base runners and a lot of practice. <laughs> and I was, I was able to, to hone that in and uh, pick up some cheap outs along the way. Well, not that I was going to bring this up, but are you concerned about the, the rule changes with number of moves to first base and bigger bases and all that stuff about how that will affect guys in their pickoff moves? Well, here's the thing. You know, you really don't see a lot of pitchers with really good pickoff moves anymore. Mm. You know, because for the longest time, you know, stealing bases kind of went away. You know, in the 80s, in the 90s, it was a big deal. You had a, guy, a lot of guys that, that would run. And, and that became kind of a lost art because as analytics started to invade the game, these front offices you know, came to the conclusion, hey, we can't give up outs on the base pass. We, we just can't give up outs on the base pass. So in, in, in having that kind of philosophy, they really moved away from the running game. You have a, a, a couple of guys here or there that would go out and swipe 30 or 40 bags, but that was the max. It was, it was really not... Uh, a big part of the game for for a long period of time. So guess what? Consequently, 
pitchers didn't really work on pickoff moves because there wasn't a lot of running anyway. So it, it's going to be interesting because I think the running portion of the game is going to pick up because of the lack of good pickoff moves, the fact that they're going to be limited, the fact that the bases are bigger, and I think that that reluctance to make outs on the base pads, I think that, that that's one of those um, you know, inefficiencies in the market, so to speak, that teams now will look to exploit. Because it, it, at the end of the day, it, it's, it's, it's a math problem. You have a pitcher that has a time to home plate. You have a catcher behind the plate that has a pop time from the time the ball hits his glove so he can get it down to second base in the shortstop or second baseman's glove on a throw. There's a time with that. So you add the, the pitcher's time to the plate, the pop time, the average pop time of the catcher, and then if your base runner with a good jump, if his number's lower, they send him. I mean, that's how simple it's become. And so that's going to be a, a bigger part of the game and just another thing to keep your eye on and what should be a really exciting baseball season with the different rule changes. B.A., do you, do you like running in baseball? I love it. Okay. I mean, anything that, that gets action, that, that, you know, that moves the game, I think, it's, uh, I, I think that's a lot of fun to watch because, you know, again, it, it comes down to we have, we have the, the thing. You know, a pitcher's, you know, one-sixth to the plate. You've got a catcher behind the plate. His average pop time is, you know, two, you know, two seconds, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, you, you add that up. Okay, can we get our guy there in time? You know, whatever the numbers are. And so these, these teams will start to really exploit that, especially because they're getting a few more inches closer to stealing second, to stealing third. And uh, I love it. I love it because it just adds another element to the game of excitement and action and things, things moving. Uh, B.A., big day for the Guardians. The truck leaves the ballpark today and heads out to Goodyear, Arizona. I'm just curious, as a North of, Northeast Ohio native, did you ever have to put anything on that truck? Like Tito puts a scooter on the truck and, you know, golf clubs and all those things go on there. Did you ever yeah. have anything on the truck? <laughs> I never had anything on the truck. Ah. Never had anything on the truck. I, I relied on the clubhouse staff to make sure that, uh, that you know, all of the, the clothes that I would need would be there, and then the rest was in – you know, my, uh, my bags on my trip out to, uh, to spring training, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a big day. And, and that's, that's kind of, you know, here it starts, you know, you had guards fest a couple of weeks ago and all of a sudden now the truck's leaving and before too long, the guys are going to be reporting. I'll bet you those guys out there already, uh, you know, itching to go and, and get this thing started. It's, it's coming quick. Brian, what do pitchers do in the off season now? compared to what you did in the off season, is, is it drastically different? You know, I honestly can't really speak to that. I, I mean, I, I think that the way that they put together off season programs, they used to be, you know, kind of a, a one size fits most. You, you, you kind of left with your, this is what the pitchers, this is what we want you to work on. And, in, in, you know, as far as the weight room goes uh, to, you know, to, to come into camp ready to go. You, you'd have your lifting program in the off season. You would have somewhat of a, a generic throwing program, uh, you know, to get off of a mound maybe a couple of times before you got to spring training. And that was, that was it. It was really one size fits all. And nowadays it's, it's much more specific to the individual. And so it's something between the training staff, the pitching coach, you know, where this guy's at in his career, what they're going to be looking, what role he's going to assume, 
once the season starts, are you going to be a starter? Or are you going to be the two or three inning guy? Uh, are you going to be just a one inning reliever? And they really uh, tie the off season workouts and the off season programs to each individual. So it's different for everybody. And that's, that's really not how it used to be. It used to be just all pitchers kind of did one thing. Now it's, it's specific to you, to your body type, to your role. Um, so it's, you know, like everything else, the more information these guys are able to, to come up with and put together these programs, the more specific it gets. Uh, BA, we're, I know we're talking about pitchers and catchers reporting, but we are just about a month away from the uh, World Baseball Classic too, which I, I love watching, BA. I love it because I think the players – get into it I don't feel like it's all about the money I just I don't know that and I know it's 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 kind of a niche thing and and I don't know maybe it's not like the biggest thing on earth but I love watching world baseball classic what do you think about it and then what do you think of the ramifications for guys like pitchers that are you know throwing hard early before the season starts well again that that goes to the off-season workouts you know if you've right. got a guy that is going to be part of the WBC, then he has to ramp things up a little, a little earlier. Now, all of these pitchers, the, their innings, um, all of that is going to be monitored, of course. But, yeah, you've got to factor in the effort. These guys are going to get after it because in baseball, there is a lot of pride in the country that you came from. You, know, you think about Venezuela. You think about Puerto Rico. You think about uh, you know, Mexico, the United States. I mean, it, it's become a big deal. You're absolutely right. It is exciting. Um, you know, and, and these guys take a lot of pride in it. It really is. It's, it's not about the money. It's about you wanting to lead your country to the championship, and it means a lot to these players. So you're, you get great effort, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it just like you are. Brian Anderson joining us. Brian, we've heard a lot about Terry Francona and his abilities as a manager, and you know, there are guys who are legendary managers and everything else. You've played for a bunch of different guys. What makes a good major league manager? You know, I, I think managers don't get enough credit for what they do, but what makes a good one? Well, first and foremost, you have to have the trust of your players. You, you have to have a cachet um, where, you know, when you walk into the room that these guys, they, they trust you, that they believe that you're putting them in the best position to succeed. I, I think so, you know, you, it comes down to, you know, that relationship that a manager has with his players, which, by the way, it, it's not easy. That's why they're not called coaches. They're called managers. You have to manage an entire, you know, just a lot of different positions, uh, personalities. It's, you know, it's, it's very difficult. It's, it, it, it can be very difficult. But that's where that uh, relationship building, you know, comes into play first and foremost. And then on top of that, when it gets down to the X's and O's, even though it feels like a lot of these games are being controlled by the front offices before they even start. Uh, you know, you, you get that feeling sometimes like moves are made and you're like, man, that, that doesn't make sense to what I'm watching unless that was decided at, at four o'clock in the afternoon that once he gets through the lineup for the second time, he's coming out of the game. I mean, he could have retired 10 guys in a row and they take him out of the game. Years past, you'd be like, wait a minute, why he'd stay out there. It's not like that now. But that being said, they have to – Buck Showalter was the best that I was ever around as far as there was never, never going to be something in a game that catches him by surprise. He was never going to be caught off guard by an opposing manager's move. Uh, he was always thinking one step ahead, leaving no stone unturned, every contingency, every potential move that could be made. 
He just his attention to detail was incredible. And I think that that's why he's been able to be, you know, as successful as he's been throughout his career in a lot of different generations. But, you know, it, it goes back to it starts with the relationship building that becomes huge in keeping, uh, you know, the Rays have a great culture down here. I know that Terry Francona and the Guardians have a great culture up there. It, it gets to the point where the locker room basically polices itself. Once you're able to get there, then it just comes down to game day execution. And the best ones uh, have all the contingencies figured out in their head. And they can make the move. They can anticipate. Um, and they can put their players in the best position to go out and succeed and win games. All right, B.A., you know we love talking to you about a lot of sports. So let's uh, dive into where you live, too, down in Tampa. What, what's the reaction to Tom Brady's retirement? And are you hearing anything about anybody who might replace him? Uh, Baker Mayfield's been a name that I've heard uh, rumbling on the – on the interwebs? Uh, well, I'll tell you this. In, in, in true Tampa fashion, there really hasn't been much reaction, reaction to it because I think that people anticipated it. Mm -hmm. I, I really think that the way this year went uh, for the Bucks, that people, you know, if he was going to play again, nobody felt that he was going to do it here. And so I think that they, you know, have kind of, you know, felt like he was going to be gone regardless whether he's playing or not. So then when he decided to hang it up, you know, it became a, a topic of conversation for an afternoon and, uh, and, and then they move on. So yeah, I don't know what they're going to do as far as replacing him. I know that I, I stumbled across an article. I actually didn't read it. Probably should have, but uh, I stumbled across an article about a half hour ago that had just come out saying, now what with Tom Brady gone now what? So people are discussing it. Yeah. Baker Mayfield could, I think he had a little, uh, you know, a little renaissance there with the, with the Rams had some games where, you know, he looked like he did a couple of seasons ago with, with the Browns. And so he could be, you know, a hot name. I don't think they want to go with Kyle Travis if they can help it. You know, he's obviously the, uh, the backup and he's a, a part of the team right now, but you know, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, the, listen, this whole quarterback thing with Brady retiring and now the Rogers talk and Derek Carr, all of these different options, this carousel of quarterbacks, it's going to be interesting to watch, but I think right now they're just getting started and trying to piece together what they're going to do next year in Tampa. All right, BA, time flies when we talk to you. I got to tell you, it flies. Um, it, go it ahead. Does. No, I thought. Did you have one last point? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm all good. I, you got something else? I just you know Pro Bowl, but I'm not going to go down that road because I do think oh. you'd win many of those competitions. Did you watch any of it or no? I didn't. Okay, good. I didn't. Good move. You know what? I shouldn't say that. I, I saw the end of the precision passing. I'm telling you. I saw Derek Carr light up the scoreboard. I saw his great, uh, you know, answer to the question when, when Ryan Clark asked him, have you ever been this hot in Vegas? And he said, I've never been this hot, which is probably why I'm going to be playing elsewhere next year, whatever he said, <laughs> which was absolutely perfect timing and the perfect response. And then the perfect smirk. And that look on his face as Ryan Clark was doubled over in laughter. I saw that. That was it. I think a lot of people got a little a little piece of it over the last 24 hours. We'll see what happens in the future. B.A., thank you. Have a great weekend, my friend. All right, boys. You too. Take care. Thank you, Brian. There he is, super friend of the show, Tampa Bay Rays announcer, pride of Geneva, former Cleveland Indian, Wright State. You know it. And you know it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.